0: My next guest out of Georgia is a four-star, 24-7 sports, number 42 national prospect in the class of 2023, safety out of Grayson. Michael Daughtery, thank you for joining me on the show. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, sir. How about you?
0: Doing great. Really excited to have you on today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Well, first up to get going here. Or to go through your story, could you walk us through your experience coming into football as a high schooler and getting to rise to the point of being the top prospect you are today?
1: Of course. I would say I um started off pretty late in the process, as opposed to other kids starting young around like six and five. I started I would say around ten and eleven, you know, going through the park ball, playing offensive line, you know, playing defensive end, then transitioning, transitioning my eighth grade year into that skill position running back receiver and a little bit of corner but when i got to high school you know i was a freshman looking to make a real big impact you know i came with the mentality that i wasn't trying to play freshman ball i was trying to earn my stripes as early as possible you know was testing the fire early with coach carter coming in his first year that being my first year there so he was really just trying to play the best people in the field who's gonna give him the best opportunity to stay at grayson and um you know, starting that corner of my freshman year, you know, just having those hard practices against some of the top players in the country and in the state. Obviously, that prepared me for everything that I'm going through right now. You know, talking with guys like Jamal Haynes, you know, Ryan King, you know, those guys that are going on to their schools now and are looking to make big impacts themselves. They've definitely sewn into me to make um, big impacts and big strides to where I am now.
0: Okay, and starting as a freshman, First off, those practice battles must have been insane with the receivers Grayson's had. Who'd you go up against?
1: You know, I went against people like Jamal Haynes, who's at Georgia Tech now. I went against people like uh, Jaden Smith, who's at Western Kentucky now. You know, people like Darius Downs at Sanford. You know, it's an abundance, an abundance of people that are, you know, are under the radar that nobody really knows about that still are, like, great quality people, especially now we have underrated receivers. You know, we got... A 2024 receiver has given us work daily. You know, he's real good. Especially my first year, there was a lot of guys that just weren't as open into the spotlight. But, you know, were great people to go against and always helped me sharpen my own heart.
0: For sure. Well, now going into playing at Grace in the defensive back group, has got guys like you as a four-star, Mumu Ben-Wahad, a three-star I'm curious, what is the environment like in that DB room or the DB huddle when you guys are together?
1: You know, Mumu's uh, definitely like a brother to me. You know, I talked to him all the time. We ain't got a lot. That's a great guy to be around. You got guys like A.J. Lopez of Harvard committee and that speaks to his intellect, as not just not just as a person, but as a football player. You got to be smart to play safety, and that's one of those smart guys in our back end. We have uh, a 24 Miles woods who's going to make big plays for us this season Caught a touchdown in the state championship game. Last year, you know, he's a great guy, physical, makes plays on the ball. And we have a 2025 Jalen Bell who's working runs right now, you know. He already has offered speed for his own name, makes plays, you know. A real sponge when it comes to absorbing this stuff, you know, coming up from, you know, just, just like where I was at my first year. And I was expected to be a great player and asset for us.
0: What are the goals that you guys as a group have set for the upcoming year?
1: You know, we want to be the best that we possibly can be. You know, we don't want to compare ourselves to anybody. We want to be the standard. Of course, we want to get back to the state championship. Of course, we want to win all our games. But I think our biggest thing is just to prove game in and game out that that we're not a group that should just be tried because of the age.
0: I've heard that your practices lately have gone well today, even had the coaches running.
1: Yes, sir. So, you know, we had a, uh, a bit with our coaches from yesterday, seeing if we got amount of turnovers today that they would end up running sprints, you know. So practice went good. We had a lot of competition between the offense. You know, we ended up getting fumble recoveries, interceptions, strips. You know, we scooped those up and started tallying them up. And after practice, when we broke it all down, we had the coaches doing some gassers.
0: Well, when we look at you individually as a player, as a recruit, first up, your offer list is stacked. Just to name a few of them, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, Florida State – there's a bunch on there too many to list all at once I think but when you look at yourself as a recruit college coaches seem to see a lot in you and I can understand why what are things that you see in your game that you think will translate well to the power five level
1: I think parts of my game that translate great to the power five level is my versatility you know I've played all three spots in the secondary in, in three years and in, in multiple games you know I've Went to corner in some games and went to pony in some, like our star position in some games and went to the free safety. So I think that part of my game is one of the things that I can work with a lot of coaches in, you know, just to fit their schemes and their systems to help better myself, you know, be more valuable as a player and increase my opportunities to see the field early.
0: In terms of a comparison or someone that you think your style of play might be like, who comes to mind?
1: I think I'm my own player, but, you know, you'll hear like, The aggressiveness of like and the ability to come off the edge, maybe like Jamal. You know, I'm able to get back into coverage like some of these younger guys as well. You know, I feel like I fit my own role as a person, but you know, the new age DB is one guy that can come off the edge, give pressure, drop back into coverage, and lock up your number one receiver. And I feel like when it's all said and done, I'll be that mode for sure.
0: I'm sure that it takes a lot of energy and a lot of effort to be the top player that you are. So, on the mental side, what drives you to be this high level player and to go throughout football the way you do?
1: Definitely my family, you know. I'm a family oriented guy. You know, that's one big thing that helped me make my decision in recruitment, just that feel. I look back to uh think about my grandmother, my grandfather who passed, rest in peace to him. He drives me, he talked to me a lot about the sport aspect of my life. You know, one thing that I always keep pushing for is him, definitely.
0: Okay, well, now let's go into some rapid fire, a little little bit about who you are outside of football. First off, what are your hobbies and what do you like to pursue outside of the game?
1: I like to pursue vast studies into, like, real estate, you know, communications. I definitely want to be able to, when I'm done playing football, be on shows like ESPN, talk to other anal- analysts about stuff like sports and whatnot, since I do love the game so much.
0: Nice, okay. Second up, what is the highest pressure situation that you've been in? What's the story behind that?
1: So the highest pressure situation I've been in wasn't my state championship game, but it was definitely the rivalry game my freshman year, because I didn't really understand personally how big it was until all the people get to talking on Facebook, you know, you see all those fans come in with those signs. and. You know, I guess the biggest pressure situation was definitely the Archer versus Grayson game twenty nineteen. We won in overtime off a blocked field goal. So that to me was definitely the biggest pressure because, you know, I didn't play my best game, had a few players early on, but I feel like that definitely set the tone for that rest of the year.
0: Definitely. Yeah, now third up, what characteristic are you most known for off the field?
1: I would say between my teammates and all my other friends, I of football. They would, they would uh, probably say, "You, I'm a, I'm a character. I'm a real fun guy." I wouldn't say I'm stuck up in any way. You know, if you see me, I'm probably laughing with you, laughing, just smiling, having a good time.
0: All right, let's see the next one I've got for you. What was your blessing in disguise, or a moment where one door closed and another opened for you?
1: That's a hard question to me because I, I see everything as a blessing, to be honest. But I think my um, blessing in disguise moment was really um, when I took a step back in terms of, of um, an active role playing. You know, I had uh, an up-and-down week sometime, you know, then I got to see, like, what I was doing wrong. I really stayed in that film and broke stuff down. And, you know, the next game, I go out there, make a big play, get us the ball back on national TV. So that was we big to me at an interception. So, I mean, being able to to realize what you're doing wrong, and kind of just, even if it's not being received from a coach in the best way, because, you know, they're always going to yell, yeah, they're always going to give it to you, run, uncut. But I feel like that, to me, is really what um, separates Grayson from a lot of places. You know, we're not just a team that everybody thinks they could, that it's just, always oh, it's and they're going to. Walking here, no, we're really like putting in the work daily.
0: Yeah, and when you talk about playing on national TV, that's something that not many people get to experience, especially in high school. So how would you describe the environment and the mental side around that?
1: You know, walking into school and seeing all those cameras and big uh, things that were lifting them up before uh, the game, it was like, okay, this is really going to happen. This is really on ESPN, you know. But it's still one of those things that you got to, like, funnel out and just lock in, you know. You never want the light to get too big.
0: And then after you're on national TV, what's the reaction like for someone like you that's starting the game, being a big part of, likely, their broadcast? So what happens afterwards?
1: You know, it's kind of funny when you replay it and you listen to them say your name and say everything that you have going on for yourself. It's kind of one of those moments that you smile about. uh, record and whatnot, but you know it's one of those things that also humble you because it's like, okay, I'm in somebody's notes, I'm in somebody's book, I'm written down somewhere so I just got to keep going. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. When it comes to the recruiting trail, you've gone around and talked to a lot of different people. What is one of your favorite stories from your time being out in recruiting?
1: Definitely say my favorite time being out in recruiting was probably when I went to either LSU or when I went to Georgia, just because, you know, those are two big SEC schools. When I went to Georgia, it was a family film and definitely, you know, that's the that's the hometown heroes right now. So, you know, they're real big on me. I'm real big on them. Went down there, I got to talk to Kirby himself, got to be coached by Kirby, you know. Being uh, around him felt great. You know, when I went to LSU, got to speak with Coach O, got to speak with Coach Raymond, you know, those are great quality coaches right there as well. You know, I got to eat some of the gumbo, you know, had some great times down there. And um, those two times really uh set the bar high for me.
0: Here's a question for you. When you talk about schools like Georgia and LSU that have produced such good talent, when you look across the country, as a DB, from your perspective, who do you think is DBU?
1: Oh, you're going to give me in trouble with this one. But, um... <laughs> you
0: don't have to answer it if you don't want to.
1: <laughs> um now, i don't have an issue with it because you know it all just depends on who you are who you fit the scheme of but recent years it's been l issue in my opinion you know it's, it's been back and forth between you know bama putting out great guys florida putting out great guys but you no know, there, there's those are definitely schools that have a lineage of defensive backs that have gone in the nfl you know first round guys you know gone and just had great careers for themselves but so those are schools that are um, always gonna be traditionally known for their defensive backs.
0: What do you think people don't know about you, but they should?
1: That I'm actually a physical D B, you know, a lot of a lot of backlash and a lot of um naysayers will say sometimes a corner or safety isn't as physical as as a linebacker or a D lineman, but you know, I'll stick my nose in the in the gaps, you know, I'll come up the edge and actually hit with these, these six, five guys, three hundred pounds guys, even if it like I'm, When it comes to reckless abandonment, that's one of the things I pride myself on, especially when it gets to um, that time in the game when you need to play.
0: Well, to finish out, what expectations should we have from you in the upcoming year at Grayson?
1: Some of the expectations I'll set for myself and for people to expect from me is to be an actual uh, key component this year, it's this year's drive, you know, I feel like when people in the stand look for something to happen, I'll probably be at, at the bottom of the pile making a play, catching the interception. I feel like that's one thing that I lacked from my last year, honestly, and my freshman year as well. You know, That big play is what's going to separate a lot of people from just being average, and that's one thing I really wanted to to work on, especially in this off season.
0: Last one now. What are you most excited about moving forward?
1: I'm mostly excited about to see where I'm going to end up at college because personally I do not know. You know, it's definitely a big transition going from high school kids to whether it be a big college town, a big city, across the country, I don't really know. But that's probably the thing that excites me the most to see um, where it's going to land in the next three to four years.
0: That sounds great. Well, Michael, thank you for your time today.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.